0: Stand-up Nuggets Nation, it's now time for the Mile High Hoops Podcast with Zach By. Presented by Superbook Sports, on your home for the most Nuggets content, Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. What is up and welcome to another edition of the Mile High Hoops Podcast. As always, I am your host, Zach By, and as always, I appreciate you spending a sliver of your very busy day with me here on the podcast. Reacting to, well, a little bit of good news, a little bit of bad news. Uh, we t- talked earlier in the week. I think uh, I think we recorded on Monday, just talking about uh, some of the NBA playoff dynamics, the you know ever-changing Western Conference playoff picture, the window closing on the Phoenix Suns, and because it's uh, technically the Nuggets offseason, I didn't uh, imagine coming back in here to record. Uh, and then we got the <clears throat> then we got the news on Wednesday afternoon. Uh, slash evening, that Tim Connolly's future with the Denver Nuggets is uncertain. The president of basketball operations, the former GM, really the highest-ranking member of all things basketball uh, with the Denver Nuggets, and rightfully so, Connolly has been a foundational piece in Denver. And, wow, there's there's quite a bit to unpack here, but it's the Minnesota Timberwolves' emerging as a potential threat to poach President of Basketball Operations Tim Carter or uh, Tim Connolly. Uh, I'm reading this uh, now from the Denver Post. Mike Singer does a great job covering the team. We've had him on this podcast. Sham Sharanya from The Athletic was the first to have it. Uh, but Singer says the Timberwolves identified a list of four big-name general managers, Oklahoma City's Sam Presti, Golden State's Bob Myers, Toronto's Masai jury and Tim Connolly to fill their vacancy. The Nuggets long-term president was deemed the, quote, most gettable from a financial standpoint. Okay, Nuggets uh, Governor Josh Kroenke did not respond to requests for comment on the situation. All right, Connolly, according to sources, uh, is in an option year of his contract. We are not sure what is next. We are not sure if this is a pure leverage move uh, to come back and maybe get uh, a bump in pay from the Denver Nuggets. Uh, but just the, just the news, knowing what we know, uh, this is not good news for the Denver Nuggets. And Wednesday was a bad day for Denver, period. And I'm seeing almost like a lot of, um, uh, I shouldn't say a lot of, but a fair amount of like resistance to the idea of this being bad news. Make no mistake, guys. This is bad news. Tim Connolly has done a great, with a capital G, job in Denver. This is why he is on the list with Sam Presti, Bob Myers, and Masai Jury. Like, like it, it's okay to accept that this is a this is a bad thing. I'm seeing, you know, and, and I tweeted this uh, after hearing the news from Shams that you could fairly argue that after Nikola Jokic, Tim Connolly. Is the next most essential person for this franchise? Tim Connolly has put a culture in place for the Denver Nuggets. Okay. Now, a lot of that has to do with Jokic, but I think they're tied together like a DNA helix. And I I don't want to just flippantly say, oh, because the Nuggets transitioned ever so seamlessly from Maasai, you know, nearly a decade ago to, um, To to Tim Connolly, therefore, there's like Denver Nuggets exceptionalism, and there's some sort of birthright clause that the next general manager, the third in a row, will be a slam dunk like the last two, and it just doesn't work like that. The Nuggets, with their past two general managers, have had a charmed existence, and in a place like Denver, be careful with how flippantly you'll dismiss the work of Tim Connolly. I saw way too much of that on my timeline for my liking. Okay, he has been the perfect fit. There's a like, like him turning down the Wizards two seasons, two off seasons back was a huge deal. That was home for him, but at a certain point, you throw so much money at someone. I am hearing, okay, I am hearing that the number that Minnesota is talking with Tim Connolly about is a top three number in the sport. Now uh uh tim Connolly got a bump in pay when he was named director of basketball of op, uh, direct uh, president of basketball operations i had heard that he went from the last paid general manager right at the bottom of the sport to around middle of the pack now that's a great living if you're transitioning from you know one of the lowest paid to middle of the pack and you're making you know a, a great money right T- tim's not going broke but you start offering someone top 3 top five money in the sport, well, I mean, shoot, as much as you love living in Colorado and Tim Connolly's wife uh, loves it here and they have a family, and who doesn't? This is one of the reasons that me and my family are just, we're not, I have not applied to one job since getting this job back in 2017. We absolutely love it. But if you were going to, like, double my salary somewhere, well, shoot, we'd have to take a hard look at just how much we love Colorado right if you can change your family and your like generational change then you obviously have to explore that opportunity and that's what's happening I, I i almost hope that that's the reason though that it's happening all right and you say wait what the hell are you talking about on the heels of everything you just said i hope that that's the reason and it's not something uh to the tune of hey um he has it on tim tim has it on great information that the cronkies are just either um, unwilling to give him a pay bump or have handcuffed him from a money spending standpoint to continue to build this roster. Like, look, we we paid Aaron Gordon and Michael Porter Jr. We didn't have to do both of those things. We did both of those things, but but that's enough. Like, that's that's enough. We're already going to be into the luxury tax. We're not going to, you know, just th- these aren't blank blank checks that we're willing to you know invest in winning and trying to win a championship just to a certain degree, and you hope, uh, I hope, that there's not some of those um, friction um, or or, or tension-based, you know, conversations that ends up resulting in friction. But to think that that couldn't be the case, you know, is probably a little bit naive. So we're just not exactly sure, but I'll tell you guys, if Tim Connolly left this organization, and I don't know enough about Calvin Booth to say one thing or the other, all right, I know enough about Tim Connolly. I know enough about the two most important things it takes to be a successful general manager in Denver, specifically, and that's draft ability, and that is culture, uh, culture uh, setting. And just because the culture has been set, don't assume like it, that that thing can fade real quick. Ask the Denver Broncos, 2016 through 2022. So, like it, it can happen. All right. Again, there's no birthright here. And by the way, no one says that the next guy in charge that gets to push the big boy buttons has the same vision as Tim. That, that maybe like us saying, hey, the, in the time before Jamal got hurt, that team could win a championship. They're the best team in the NBA. Maybe the next general manager uh, doesn't see it like that. So it, it could get disjointed here really quickly. So I, for one, am hoping that this does not happen just for the sake of the Nuggets, okay, because they're just going in such a good direction. And what was right around the corner, what was next, was entering new territory that this franchise just simply had not been in in a very, very long time. That, like, legitimate championship aspirations. That, like, falling short of playing in the finals would, would would quantify as a disappointment. So we'll continue to follow this story here on the Mile High Hoops podcast, uh, but hopefully they, uh, they can get things ironed out and, and maybe even ink uh, Tim Connolly to a, a long-term deal. Uh, the other reason that uh, we are checking in on the Mile High Hoops podcast is this was more good news, that one of the most fun storylines to watch in Denver sports this past year, he got his flowers yesterday. And that was Busy Bones Highland getting named second team all-rookie. All right? He becomes the ninth player in the history of the Denver Nuggets to be named to an all-rookie team. He's the first since Jamal Murray back in the 2016-17 season. Bones played in 69 games. He started four of those. But he averaged 10 points, almost three assists, almost three rebounds, shot 40% from the field, uh, nearly 37% from three, and playing around 20 minutes a game. Six different times in this, um, the, the, the 26 overall picks Rookie season, six times he scored 20 points or more. He knocked down 131 three-point field goals this season. That broke Jamal Murray's franchise record for most threes in a season. It also ranked him second in this rookie class, but here's the kicker. He ranked second in the rookie class in 828 less minutes than, first pla- than, 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 than the first-place um, three-point field goal shot maker. Okay, He also finished second among first-year players uh, with the most games with four threes or more. He did that 13 different times. He also finished the season ranking second among all rookies in uh, free throw percentage. He ranked second in three-point field goals, sixth in three-point field goal percentage, and ninth in assists per game. Ninth in total points. A hell of a season for the VCU product. Bones Highland, another Tim Connolly draft pick, and this is the this is what scares me. And 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 well, let me just pause with Bones for a second. You know, he was just so fun to watch, but he was also so fun to root for. He had an incredible spirit and exuberance when he's on the court. Basketball should be a game of joy when you're playing it the right way, and Bones Highland brought a lot of joy to a really. Um, in in a lot of ways, downtrodden season. All right, and let me let me circle back to 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 to, to Connolly. This is what you get with Tim Connolly when you can find a, an all rookie player with the twenty sixth overall pick. All right. By the way, go back and and I said uh, uh, the um, I said first all NBA rookie for the Nuggets since Jamal Murray. Go back and look at the two thousand and sixteen NBA draft class. All right. Just because you had the seventh pick was not uh, guaranteed that you were going to hit on that pick. They could have picked, you know, Marquise Chris um, from uh, uh, Washington, uh, who went one pick after him. Um, you know, Thon Maker, you know, who went two picks after uh, Torian Prince, or you know, you look at a couple of picks right before and Dragon Bender, Chris Dunn, Buddy Hield. You'll take Jamal Murray over all those guys. So. You look at, you know, that draft ability that I mentioned. You know, Yusef Nurkic, that's an NBA starter. Malik Beasley, that's an NBA starter. You got Yurkic, 16th uh, overall. Beasley was 19th overall. Gary Harris, NBA starter, picked 19th overall. Bones Highland, 26th overall. You got Monte Morris out of Iowa State with the 51st overall pick. He's a starting NBA point guard or a backup point guard on a team that's trying to win the title. Nikola Jokic, needless to say, and miss me with the hey, no, 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 that was really Arturis is really the one that no, just stop at circular logic stuff. And by the way, it, it, and and say Arturis was super bullish on Jokic um, when he was you know young and in, in Serbia, like that. What that's part and parcel. What makes a, a great leader is listening first of all, putting smart people around you, and then listening to them, right, and then making the ultimate call yourself. But drafting a second-round MVP, yeah, kind of significant. Jared Vanderbilt with the forty-first overall pick. You know that's a that's a that's a quality NBA player. You know, in the forties, you found so. Um, good news and bad news for the Nuggets. Great news for Bones Highland. He gets a well-deserved recognition. Of the the uh, the um, uh, Tim Connolly stuff. We are we are we are going to have to wait this one out and see where this one goes. Uh, probably over the course of the next week. And you know, whatever happens over the course of the next week, we're going to be talking about it right here on the Mile High Hoops podcast.